Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast wrestling edition. Today we are going to be reviewing NXT TakeOver number 36 that just went down this past Sunday. You already know this guy, Mr. Consistent, Jacob Mason. How are you doing today, sir? I'm fantastic, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. And then we still have the captain because it's been a big wrestling week. He's still with us. Byron Mitchell, how are you doing today, sir? No, I'm doing good today. That's You sound more happier about TakeOver than you did SummerSlam. And Summer, make sure you listen to SummerSlam to see how Byron's feeling. Uh, that's because I definitely enjoyed TakeOver more than I did SummerSlam. But again, you have to listen to the podcast to see why. Let's get right into it. Uh, TakeOver was on Sunday. Uh, for the first time, they were the, I guess you want to call it main event of the weekend, whatever. It was on the Sunday. Uh, they had a couple of matches. We're going to go over them, give our thoughts, give our overall opinions of TakeOver, and then go from there. And let's start off with the opening match of TakeOver for the Million Dollar Championship. LA Knight champ versus Cameron Grimes with Ted DiBiase. Uh, Cameron was Knight's butler. And if Grimes would have lost again, then the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, would have been the butler. Uh, this was a pretty back-and-forth attire. Grams, Grimes, I'm sorry, defeated Knight by pinfall. Win the championship. This was the opening match. Me, personally, I thought it was actually a very great opening match to start taking over to get people invested. Byron, what did you think of this match? Um, I missed the first part of the match, but I rewatched it today, and I agree. It was a very back-and-forth match. Um, I think it was a great opening match for TakeOver to set the pace. For the rest of the night, I enjoyed it. I thought the right man won. I think it was time for Grimes to shoot to the moon. They <laughs> picked him. To the moon. <laughs> I think we all picked him to win. So go us. Good job, WWE. Great match. Jacob, what did you think of the match? I enjoyed this match. I think it was a great way to kick off NXT TakeOver. Nice, lighthearted match. With uh, the right person going over, Cameron Grimes to the freaking moon. Sorry for that guy. That's it. What else you got to say? True that. True that. Great match to start. Let's go to the next match. Uh, Jacob, your best friend. You call her Miss Bland. Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez. <laughs> Versus Dakota Kai. Um, Gonzalez defeated Kai by pinfall to retain the championship. So... Looks like she's still going to be staying in NXT. What'd you think of the match? I thought it was a pretty bland match, and uh, it was a very predictable match. I I watched it. I wasn't that impressed with it. It was thing special, just like our NXT Women Champion. Iron, what'd you think of the match? I actually enjoyed the match. I think they put on a great match. Um, definitely, it was back and forth. Um, Dakota Kai is known for her kicks, and she showcased them throughout the match. Um, I think she did a good job. I really thought she was going to win. I was kind of hoping she would win because um, I thought Raquel Gonzalez was going to go get called up to the main roster. But I'm not mad that Raquel won. Like I said, great match. Hopefully, well, she can put on another good match against Kaylee Ray because I feel like that's her next opponent after she showed up after the match. Um, so I don't. Not sure where Dakota Kai goes from here. Maybe she'll get called up to the main roster, um, but I think they both put on a good performance. 
Yeah, Gonzalez versus Kaylee Ray is going to be very interesting because Kaylee Ray was dominating over there at NXT UK. So having her come here, it's going to be very, very interesting. I think the only knock on Gonzalez is that she is the champion who is like right after EO and Rhea Ripley because both of them were mm-hmm. very good NXT champs. And obviously, we know the history of the NXT championship, the women. So Raquel is just like, eh. But hopefully now this rivalry with uh, Kaylee Ray will spice her up a bit. Byron. There's a word for that. What is it? Bland. <laughs> <laughs> Byron, man. Next matchup. Had, our, had my house going crazy. Even the casual fans. You already know. NXT UK Championship. Take it away. This was your man, Walt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Alter versus Ilya Dragunov. What a fucking match. From start to finish, it was hard hitting. Um, both men got in some great offense. Um, Walter tore Ilya's chest up. It was like super red around the neck area on the chest. It looked awful. They both went to war, and Ilya came out on top. Long reign the czar. Um, like you said um, in our group chat and Oh, multiple group chats. That was match of the year, match of the night. It was a great match. I actually rewatched it today again, and uh, I had the same emotions that I felt when watching it live. Just classic match from start to finish. Both looked impressive. Uh, both looked great. Good way to put over a new champion. Uh, the fans were in it. Yeah, great match. Ended Walter's 800. 800- 53-day reign? I think it was 870. 870. I know it was over 800, which she is almost three freaking years. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy. Jacob, man, what'd you think of the match? Oh, this... What? I This match saved NXT TakeOver, in my opinion, right here. Um, I, I love this match. I How Ilya Dragnov survived that match because anytime Walter hits someone with a chop, there's always that potential of the match ending or this man dying in front of us. I'm entertained either way, but man, that ah, oh, it was such a good match. I mean, the whole time, anytime Walter threw a chop or anything, it was always like, oh, oh, ee. and that was us in our household the whole time. Uh, but it, man, it was great. I loved it. I mean, what a freaking match. There's nothing bad to say about that match at all. Yeah, I'm ditto with both of you guys, especially with you, Jacob. I don't know how Iliad survived. I really don't. Right. Because when we were watching here and, like, I guess the more casual person here, shout out to Chelsea Heppert, she was just like, wait, is he going to die? Because when you saw his chest and it was so red, and then, like, when everyone starts, everyone's casual on the couch, just laying down, talking about some other stuff. And then once the super casuals get invested and they do the sit up and they're like, hold on, whoa, whoa. And I was looking around, I was just like, oh, yep, they got the girls into the match. This is, this is something. And then when he won, everyone was like, good for him. He deserves it. He's been working towards this moment, even though they never watched this dude in their lives. They could just tell he's been working for it. But man, I, it was definitely, definitely the best match WWE's had all year. I personally think this is my current match of the year overall in all promotions because there's nothing bad about it. And like 
Shout out to Walter, man. This dude, he really just beats people's asses. (laughs) Yes. And my greatest praise for him is that I pray he stays in the UK and doesn't come to the main roster. Just saying. I don't know how to tell you that he's coming to the main roster without telling you he's coming to the main roster. (laughs) (laughs) No, stay over in the UK because, God, it's things... Vince can't touch you over there. Only Hunter can. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, the undisputed finale. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Three matches. They had the regular match, street fight, steel cage. O'Reilly beat Cole, scored two to one. And this is the last time as also Adam Cole's contract expired. And currently, I guess, technically, he's still a free agent. Byron, what did you think about the undisputed finale? I thought it was a good, another good match. Um, these two really know how to work well together. Um, I called it that Kyle will go up one, then Adam Cole will win, and then Kyle you know, win the last one. Um, I thought it was a good match. I didn't find anything wrong with it. Um, there were some great spots, um, like in a steel cage match where... I think it was Kyle tried to do the diving knee, but he Adam Cole rolled out of the way, then tried to do the last shot, then Kyle ducked and then hit him with the last shot. I thought that was a great sequence um, between the two. I, just, I enjoyed the match from start to finish. My only problem, I guess, with the match, that was right after the UK championship match. Yeah. That, that was the thing for me. I was like, I was so high on the UK championship match. I'm just like, Oh, I just wanted Walter and um, Ilya to fight forever. Yeah. Now, now it's over. Now, no, I mean, Adam and Kyle to fight. It was just, it always sucks when a match you, if you weren't expected to steal the show, actually really steals the show and you have to follow that up. So that was my only thing with it. Jacob, what'd you think of the match? I, so the match was great. It's a very, very good, very solid match. Up until, the ending. The ending was absolute shit. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this ending. The fans weren't a fan of this ending because they were chanting bullshit. Uh, we had the cat. The girls were not a fan, too, because they were just like, wait, he's handcuffed. How's he going to win? <laughs> well, forget, forget that noise. Like, you can, you can have him go over. But, I mean, it was so abrupt. It was very, very abrupt. It yeah. didn't. You you can't end this massive rivalry with just a quick, that's it, done, tap, over. You can't end it like that. Also, what really, me and my wife were just complaining up a storm about this, was the fact that Adam Cole's in the, he's in the, getting you know, submitted or whatnot, but he's got a kendo stick. Yeah. Not three, not three inches from his hand. You mean to tell me, he can't just reach over, grab that, and start hitting Kyle O'Reilly in the head with it? How How do you... The ref should have kicked it away. Adam should have pushed away. Something should have happened. The camera should have been changed. Where my visual is looking at Adam Cole and a kendo stick right there. I didn't like the ending. The fans didn't like the ending. Good match, shitty ending. That, that That's where I'm at. Fair enough. 
And then we already are at the main event of NXT TakeOver. Karrion Cross, the champ versus Samoa Joe. Uh, wrestling for, God, it feels like he's not wrestled in like two years, Samoa Joe. But Samoa Joe beats Cross on the Muscle Buster, which, as Byron said when he happened, he's like, man, I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah, the last time he did it, he injured, uh, what is his name? Tyson Kidd. Yep, Tyson Kidd. Mm-hmm. So, Karen Cross Championship reigns over. Doesn't look like he's going to be having a rematch because currently Karen Cross is looking like a off-brand Power Rangers villain on Raw. <laughs> so, <laughs> Byron, what did you think of the match and Joe winning? Oh, of course, I wanted Joe to win because Samoa Joe's a badass. He looked great. Um, not having wrestled in probably over a year, two years. He looked great. Karrion Cross looked good. Um, I was very shocked to see him hit the muscle buster since I know he hasn't done it since um, injuring Tyson Kidd, but he looked great doing the muscle buster. Um, I really thought he was going to submit Karrion Cross, but they probably didn't want him to do that. So Karrion Cross looked strong on Raw, even though he looked like a used Power Ranger villain, like you said. Um, but I thought it was a good match from start to finish. I, I think they put on a great show. Um, the story build up to it was even great as well. Um, I don't have any problems with it. Great job, Joe, for being a historic three-time NXT champion. Jacob, what'd you, what'd you think of the match? So, uh, I, of course, I wanted Karrion to go over because I don't want Karrion to go to the main roster. I'm going <laughs> to save the main roster Monday Night Raw fiasco for at the end of this. The match was good, though. The match was a very good very solid match, very hard hitting, but you start off the match and there's already bullshit right off the rip before the bell rings. Here enters carrying across in his entrance. Where the hell Scarlet? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. You folks were wondering. My wife was wondering. The crowd was chanting Scarlet. Mm-hmm. How? How do you do carrying cross that dirty? You've already done them super dirty. How are you going to keep doing them dirty like this? But okay, that's fine, whatever. But then in the middle of the match, you got people chanting Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Poor carrying cross. I feel for the guy because the guy should be just an uber dominating heel badass. You know, people should fear him like people used to fear Kane back in the day. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, due to a lack of decent writing, we now have people chanting Jeff Hardy in the middle of carrying cross matches. Thanks, Vince, you dick. <laughs> you know, Jacob, it's funny you brought that up, too, because a couple, it might have been a couple months ago, me, uh, me, when he beat Finn Balor, me and you talked about how we were nervous about him coming up because he's literally everything Vince McMahon wants. Tall, mm-hmm. big, strong. His wife's fucking gorgeous. So you have that too. And then we we're just like, oh, Vince is going to get this guy and ruin him. And then Scarlet's nowhere to be found. He has the mask on because apparently I read something today that he has the mask on. So it helps sell toys for when his carrying cross point comes out. Because he, yeah, needs- I saw that shit, but we, we saw it coming again. L7C podcast saw it coming. Just didn't see it. We didn't see him losing to Jeff Hardy. That's something we did not foresee in the past. And 
that's what really started the ruin. No, predicted him to lose to the demon Finn Balor. That's what we predicted. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. So let, let's talk about that carrying cross statement that he put out today because the heat is real right now with the fans and carrying cross because this gimmick of him coming out wearing a mask looking like Axe and Smash from the <laughs> 1980s. Like this, I oh God, it's so bad. Like how he, you know, WWE handed him papers said type this out put it on your instagram thank you you know he f- doesn't like that there's no way he likes that nobody could like this gimmick he's going into it's just like being called dewdrop no oh, god you know nobody likes that piper nevin doesn't like that this is bad you're being forced to say some shit like oh no it's okay i'm gonna sell toys Woo. you shouldn't give a shit about those kids quote brock lesnar I mean, <laughs> who cares about the toys? Who cares? I mean, the guy just came out. All right. He just came out with a badass looking like metal band shirt. It says like uh, cross call or whatnot or carrying call or whatever it is. But he's over here talking about he's got a shirt that says a call. He wants a call. But he's worried about selling toys. <laughs> Come on. How does this work? Makes no sense. You tell us, man. You tell us. And then he was back on the roster. He was on the roster Monday and he tapped out Ricochet. So, oh, God. Well, thank God he took out Ricochet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. But I'll be interested to see who uh, Joe's next opponent is, though, as Edison is going on at time of recording. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with Karrion Cross or Keith Lee, for that matter. Screw it. What happens to Adam Cole, boys? Let's talk about it. I don't know. Oh, if they, if he, if that deal was serious, he's going to stay with WWE. AEW is not going to pay him a million dollars a year. But yeah, WWE doesn't have a budget for a million dollars. Well, that was that's they have. First of all, it's something what my dad always said. People have money for things they want. Mm-hmm. If they want Adam Cole and that thing months ago that we reported, they will pay that million dollars a year. Yeah. Now does, now, does Adam Cole want to be paid a million to be at WWE and not have a direct plan? I don't know. Does he want to go to AEW, be closer to his girlfriend, do that? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. So I'd keep it off. If I'm WWE, I don't say shit and have him be, I don't know, surprise the world and have him win the Royal Rumble or something. That could happen. Yeah. Like shock the world, shock, shock the system. That would work. I mean, if he, if he does not go, you got to figure if he's coming back, he's going on to the main roster. Yes. Right. He's not going back to NC. No. He's done everything there. Let's say. Let's say he doesn't go to the main roster. Let's say he goes to AEW. That okay. proves one thing and one thing only. That these NXT superstars who are the top of the top of professional wrestling has absolutely no faith in the main roster because they have seen so many people before them show up and get absolutely shit on over and over again. Because if 
allegedly he had a one-on-one meeting with Vince McMahon, you know, allegedly for a million dollar contract or whatnot. Let's say that's real. If you're talking millions of dollars, I got to feel like everything's being thrown out there. I think you have to have that conversation with Vince. Like, dude, yeah, that's great. You want to pay me a million dollars, but you're going to make me look like shit for a million dollars. Now, me, on the hand, I will gladly take a million dollars. You can make me look like shit all you want. I can care less. <laughs> but I guess if you're Adam Cole and you have, you know, a legit following and a very good background, then you just don't want your brand to get shit on. I mean, you would have to have that conversation, right? You do. But I guess with money, we'll just go back to someone. I don't want to say they're the same level, but someone we thought was definitely going to leave. And they got a contract, and they have not been seen. Cesaro, we all thought he was gone. And he re-signed that. It wasn't just a one-year. It was a multi-year thing. He had his one thing with Roman, lost. Had his WrestleMania thing against Seth, won. Then the rest, lost. I don't even remember the last time I saw him on TV. Cesaro straight up Dolph Ziggler did. <laughs> well. I mean, Dolph, I, th- I mean, Dolph, I think he's only been there for the money for like the past eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I could sit back and catering, make maybe 600K to a million a year. Okay. All day. All day. Yeah. Wrestle a couple <laughs> house shows. I mean, win a, ta- win a random tag team title, you know, randomly. Mm-hmm. Why not every now and then? <laughs> get, a, get a big spot by getting speared by Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's easy work. But now, Jacob, I'm with you, man, because if you're offering someone a million, you're not offering someone a million to be like a low tier person on the roster. No, you like, offer them a million so you can become a superstar. Like I want to see my storylines for the next like two years. Yeah. If 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 we're playing, if we're doing these contract negotiations, what am I doing the next two years? Who am I doing it with? And if this falls out, what's the plan B? Mm-hmm. I'm having that conversation. Why not? Because if not. He's going to go to AEW because every single person on AEW right now is teasing Adam Cole now. That's yes. Just the yes, they are. Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Fat-ass Masa from being the elite. Um, for those <laughs> who all in. Everybody's posting about Adam Cole. I mean, there's there's history there. He has yeah. Britt Baker there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a win, 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 win. That's it. I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I'm not seeing, obviously, everyone knew his contract was ending at midnight, and they're getting the hype train. Like, hey, come on over here, man. We're your friends. We'll treat you better. I mean, even though NXT Adam Cole is, I don't know, top two greatest NXT person, people of all time. Like, when all four of them had the fucking titles, as Byron said, that was probably one of the realest times in NXT. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. The Undisputed Era, all titles, solid. When they were solid. fucking shit up at War Games, when they were fucking shit up at Survivor Series, like, Adam Cole was really out there just beating the shit out of everybody. I mean, you gotta, you gotta put him on, on the men's... Oh, God. Do you put him on just the men's Mount Rushmore of NXT, or do you put him on the just plain Mount Rushmore of NXT. Holy shit. Well, mm, definitely men's. Definitely on the men's, but if you like just do the men's and women's, I don't think you put Adam Cole on that Mount Rushmore. 
Well, since we're spitting off the cuff now, because TakeOver was literally like five matches. All right, here we go. go. (laughs) Overall, NXT Mount Rushmore's, like men and women? Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm. Finn? Absolutely. I think you have to put Samoa Joe up there. Oh, man. Fuck. Dude, I... Do I put... uh, do I put Samoa Joe over Tommaso Ciampa? I'm not. Because I'm, listen, I don't care what anybody says. The Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa feud was the best. The Tampa, best feud. Ciampa yeah. was the best heel in NXT history. That is true. He's been the best. Uh, I'll go one further. Ciampa is the best heel in the past five years. I'd he has ten. legit. I'd heat. go 10. I'd go 10. Well, there, yeah, there you go. So that's two. I, Oscar, you have to. Oscar, I have to. Unde- she left the thing undefeated. Left the title there. Said peace out. That, yeah, that's three there. spots already. Dang. And the fourth spot is always the, what everyone debates in any Mount Rushmore. I gotta put Johnny Gargano on there. Johnny Wrestling. I gotta go. Johnny Wrestling is my number four spot. Oh, he has have has. Had the most takeover matches. He's Mr. Takeover. Mr. Yes. Takeover has great matches at every single takeover. I haven't seen a bad wrestling match from him. But what if I, I I'm going to th- <clears throat> throw out a name for them young people who might not know because they see him on SmackDown and he's poo, but NXT Sami Zayn was their John Cena. Yeah, I don't think he's going. I I can't put him above Johnny Gargano. Though. I don't know, man. His matches, uh, his matches with Neville and Knock and KO were yes, his his match great. with Knock was great, but his championship run, I mean, it abruptly ended when Kevin Owens decided to murder him. That that's true. that's true. I feel like he wasn't an NXT champion that long either. He wasn't. He took it from Neville, and then Kevin Owens came out and was like, "Oh, hey, bud, congratulations!" And power bomb, power bomb, power bomb. There's power bomb. There's I mean, there was Kevin. There's Johnny, there's Samoa Joe. I mean, Johnny, Johnny, well, we need Adam and Johnny are the only Grand Slam champions, right? Uh, There's, there's Adam. I forgot about we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just, I don't know. Johnny Gargano has brought out more emotion, more emotions, Mm. I would say, and and in more NXT matches than anyone else. I mean, for example. My wife cried, and I'm sorry, Hannah, but my <laughs> wife cried when Adam or not when Adam, when Johnny Gargano lost to uh Andrade Cien almost like cried, not happy. She was so fucking pissed off. Why are they always shitting on my Johnny? Blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh, oh, that is like she was a. Like I just got her into wrestling. It's like, oh, I like Johnny Gargano. Yeah, no, that that girl was pissed. She was not happy. I there's been no other wrestlers to do that. Byron, who would you go for the fourth spot? Jacob's going Johnny. I'm still trying to think because it's Adam Johnny. I'm honestly almost tempted to put Bailey. Bailey, I'm not even gonna lie, because Bailey was carrying that shit when her three other sisters left. That's true. That is she true. She's carrying it alone, putting on four star matches with the freaking iconics. No offense to them. 
<laughs> oh, but got to clarify this. Are we just talking about NXT overall in the States before the marks come at us on our accounts? Are we going to use put NXT UK up there? Well, I'm just asking. If we're just clarifying for United States. Because if we're putting we'll, UK up there, I, it has to be Walter. Then Walter have to be on there. <laughs> I'm just saying NXT America. Okay. They're, they were... I think I'm a fuck man. I I think I'd go. Mm, I'm torn between Adam and Samoa Joe. I feel like I'd go Adam four, Johnny five, Bailey six, and then Samoa seven. Those would be my three out. Because Bailey was carrying that shit, man. She was. She was like, man, life was good. Bailey was carrying it. Charlotte wasn't running shit. Life was good. Dude, NXT back like I want to say back in the day, but it was only like a couple of years ago. Was just <laughs> so fucking next level. Life I mean, was it, good. It, I mean, not to quote Enzo Amore here, but he was completely right when he said NXT was the the alternative to WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right, and he was one hundred percent right. Like you want to talk about emotions? Like there was Bailey, Sasha, NXT, freaking Brooklyn. Yes. Like I, I, that was the hottest. That was the beginning of seeing like crowds super hot for women's matches. Yep. Like it's just like, man, life was good, man. Charlotte had one title, was just NXT champ. Then she lost to Sasha. Life yep. was great. Oh, life yeah. was great. I NXT is just one of my favorite shows. Like their takeovers are always good. I haven't, I can't remember a bad takeover that they've had. Like, I can remember bad WWE pay per views, but I, I can't remember a bad takeover. Even, even when they're bad, they're still great. That's the problem. It's they're like better pizza. than the next pay per view. They're better than the WWE pay per view that, uh, that's after, that comes after it the next day, every time. Every time. But I, this man. And NXT, too, we always, when someone, when we knew their time was up to the go to the main roster, I was never like, oh, what is NXT going to do? Dude, they're just going to reload. Yeah. WWE, someone leaves, we're just like, shit, this is actually problematic. Who do we got? Like, I don't know, man. That's, that's tough. And then I guess men, I think men's, I just do Finn, Joe. No, because I, I go Finn, Johnny, Adam. And Tampa, I keep leaving Joe out. It makes me feel bad because he's a three-time champ. But I cannot leave Tomasa Ciampa off. He was running that shit. He was. Him and Goldie. Yep, Goldie. Goldie. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy. He, and the fact that his thing ended abruptly on an injury, I will never forgive the wrestling gods for that one. Yeah. He was out red hot. Remember when he didn't even have a theme song? He just came out to everyone, just like just calling him like shit bag and everything Mm -hmm. else. He should have never got a theme song. NST Takeover Chicago, that first match with that unsanctioned match between him and Johnny Gargano is one of my favorite takeover matches. Where he just comes out and everyone's like, fuck you, Champa. (laughs) Fuck you, (laughs) Champa. It ah. I might have to watch that after this. <laughs> it's wild, man. It's yeah, they've done some great 
Like, and again, like I always say, man, don't fire the people. Just send them back to NXT. Let them reinvent themselves. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, when he got fired from WWE, went on the independent circuit and found his way. Like Jacob said, the alternative NXT. He won that NXT title. We're like, oh shit, yeah. Drew's so much better than he was when he was the chosen one. Shit, do you remember back when they used to have like all the the random like the the new signings would always loved it every over? time. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I remember Bobby. Oh, Bobby Roode's first takeover with the glorious, and he's coming down. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, my gosh, man. Alistair Black is just thing. Life was so good. Oh, my God. Alistair Black was so hard. Like, I, I mean, I, I know I'm not sure if we're supposed to say his name or not, but Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream had one of the best matches ever. Mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream was going to be next up if it wasn't for a situation. Yeah. <laughs> That was a shit show, man. Oh, God help us. Outside of the shit show, Velveteen Dream was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then, who'd you guys put, well, who'd you do for the women? Asuka. Mm-hmm. Bailey. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon. Yeah. Ember Moon. I'll agree with that. Four? Then that fourth spot, is it EO? Or is it Sot? Like, hmm. I'd say Sasha over, but EO was EO was dominating. I know, I know. He did be but... well. I guess Sasha be Charlotte as well. But twenty nineteen, Rhea Ripley was the hottest thing in wrestling. besides Becky Lynch, eh, who did you throw in that first spot? That's See? tough. And if I don't think about it, I just say Sasha. But if I start I... to think about, it, I'm like, eh. Eo has a say, even though she's never won an individual title. Her contributions, Candice LeRae. I mean, she's she's been she's yeah. been there for a minute. She doesn't deserve to be on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking Candice fan. I'm a massive Candice Mark. And I'm like, nah, nah, not even close. I, did, I think I you really, might have to go to Eo because I really did. No offense like to Sasha. I really liked uh, um. NXT Rhea Ripley. Yeah. She was really good. She had a quite hot year then added to Charlotte. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, but before before Charlotte took that title from her, man, that was fucking awesome. When she showed up and was like, fucking challenge me. I'm NXT. That was awesome. That was Mm -hmm. awesome. But stupid. But yeah. (laughs) Because we all knew what it was. Yeah, but that was one of the few times, like honestly. I know it was Charlotte, but at the same time, it's like, man, does Charlotte really want to get the NXT title? Mm-hmm. Like, that even put my disbelief a little bit, a little bit, because it's Charlotte, so you really can't be that much in disbelief. Mm-hmm. But you're still like, eh, maybe? You know? Oh, we're not even going back. Do we think of people like the first, I guess, Emma Page? Like, any oh, of them? shit. Page. Page. That's your number four. Hands down. Page. The very hmm. first one, like we're, I'm going back to like to like their first, like when it was Paige. Forget Emma, Paige. Paige was the hottest shit. Yeah. Because when, even when she debuted, people were like, oh shit, it's Paige. Like people knew, like they were yeah. pushing the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. I forgot about did. Emma Paige. In the before beginning. she got Del Rio'd. Oh, no. oh God. <laughs> she actually shouted out my guy Cena's like my eternal rival. I said, to who? 
<laughs> you know what? Since we're on, I, I was so I was a I was like, hmm? I was like, bro, I've watched like every John Cena match in my life. You you two are not eternal rivals. Stop. Sidetracking from that, but yeah, Paige. Like I had to think back to the very beginnings. Paige John Martin. She's she's up there, man. I wish she'd be able to come back. That'd be hell. Yeah, oh, that'd be big. I mean, if Edge can come back, maybe. Yeah, if her and Daniel Bryan can come, if yeah, Edge and Daniel Bryan can come back, anything's possible. That that is true. That is true. So when's Daniel? Well, side noting again, when's Daniel Bryan showed up on AEW? That's to be before. Yeah, wasn't like September twenty something. Like yeah, September like twenty second. He'll, uh, I think they're in New York. And then Adam Cole will be January if he goes there. <laughs> that'll be, that'll, you watch, you'll save it. Because both WWE and AEW are going to be like teasing the shit out of it, like around Rumble time. And then Braun Strowman's non-compete should be done soon. So yeah. should the Iconics. Iconics should be someone else who got recently fired. Yeah. But on, back on topic, guys. NXT's had some great fucking people, man. When they've been allowed to do whatever the hell they want and Vince doesn't care about them because he wasn't paying attention, but everyone else was paying attention. You just saw how hard it was to do a Mount Rushmore of just NXT people. We almost forgot a founder and page. Yeah. Like that's how great the women of NXT have been. And like yeah. we're talking about men leaving off a three-time but Byron has him on his, but me and Jacob had him on the outside looking in, leaving a three-time champ, Samoa Joe, out because of how good these other guys have been. NXT, oh, man, never change. Oh, oh it's about to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stupid be real. <laughs> well, Byron, you called him stupid, and man, God works in mysterious ways, and we're recording this on the man's birthday. <laughs> to get it, even McMahon's birthday is today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Happy birthday, I guess. I hey, but people said if it wasn't for him, we would not be as passionate as we are about wrestling, which is, I, I that do is think is fact. Because uh, he I, makes us super happy or super pissed. No in between. I will give that man respect over the last few years. Well, not last few years. Like, however long WWE has been around. He has had some great moments. There have been some great wrestlers because of Vince McMahon. There also has been some shit because of Vince McMahon, but I will give credit where it is due. When you guys hear the SummerSlam podcast audience and you hear us really just, man, I don't, I don't know if we've ever had a hotter podcast than that SummerSlam one, but now just you'll get a little spoiler because the day after recording, SummerSlam broke all the fucking records. And I'm sitting here, I was like, damn. They really just milked the udders of Summer of Cena. And it just came out and, yeah. got, and got all the money. And, and we're just sitting back here like SummerSlam was average at maximum, if that. Yeah. And they broke financial records again. Yeah, and get used to seeing more and more part-timers. That's what oh, this, because like, of that. Yeah, <laughs> because of that, you brought you had Goldberg, you had Cena, and then you brought in Brock Lesnar at the end. Congratulations! Get just I, as much as we hate it. Damn, do those casuals watch for the watch for the part timers? 
Well, at least Cena, when he comes back, does all the house shows, though. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, for sure. Cena's the most active part-timer you could get, but Goldberg, meh. Yeah. 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 I mean, Ponytail Brock, I'll take it, but we'll see. I really hope he keeps a ponytail. <laughs> oh, we'll beard and ponytail? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see it Brock's up, but guys, that's it for the NXT. Anything else we want to hit on before we sign off? We've recorded shit almost seven hours of wrestling content in the past two weeks <laughs> man what a time for to be a wrestling fan you got cm punk coming back mm-hmm. edge just putting on hell of the matches john cena put on a great match at SummerSlam. brock lesnar is back now like what do we do like man we're gonna be going back to our regular two hours a week our captain's gonna be leaving the wrestling for a bit because he'll be starting his college football and all that, so it'll be back to just me and Jacob. And anytime me and Jacob are like, oh, it's a slow week, then everything explodes. Every time. Never fails. It. Let the wrestling <laughs> gods frown upon us. <laughs> never, never freaking fails. I mean, I think the first. Oh, so Jacob. So um, Charlotte, I know we hate talking about her, but. She did Renee's podcast on Saturday, live and in person. Yeah. And then she said, and I think this was a message to Vince, John Cena better not break my dad's thing before I do. I was like, hmm. I was cool until you brought my man's name out your mouth, bitch. But listen, now now I have a problem. Now we have a problem. (laughs) We've been saying this. Oh, I know we've been saying it, but. She must have listened to the podcast because we might have given her the idea. But now listen, for you to, and guys, another spoiler on the SummerSlam one, if you haven't listened to it, we actually really try and think math-wise if she could get 16 by the end of 2022. And the answers of doing math will shock you. So be on the lookout for that part of the podcast. I, mm, I, mm. Charlotte, what up? She was probably going to get to 17 before John does. Oh, that's not, that's not a, that's, I've already, I've already consult, I've already talked to God about it. That's happening. It's the, <laughs> <laughs> like, I've already repented and I've come to terms with that a lot. I came to terms with that when she beat Asuka on that random ass SmackDown for no reason. Is that the one where she was in the back saying, like, I really needed this and was crying? Is mm-hmm. that the one? Oh, yeah. 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 That was when I lost all respect for Charlotte. Like, I had, like, very little. But after that, I was like, kiss my ass. Oh, I really needed this. And it's been so hard. Like, oh, man. Your life just must be just terrible. The funny thing about that is she killed the whole SmackDown's WrestleMania division. Women's division because she took that title from Oscar. Like literally the week of WrestleMania. Oh, and at the podcast, besides the John Cena bit, Jake. I was just about to mention this. Go ahead, Byron. Go ahead. She literally had the fucking nerve to say is that she helps these girls out. When? (laughs) Tell me when, Charlotte. Have you helped anyone besides yourself? I can't see it. Yeah, well. 
Who knows? Maybe Alexa Bliss's superpowers might finish her off for a week, and then she'll a take week? the belt back in <laughs> Survivor Series. Yeah, she she helps him out, all right. <laughs> but guys, we covered a lot of wrestling stuff. We've covered some historic stuff, Punk's return, all of that. We've on the L7C thing, and two days from now is going to be the L7C's one year anniversary. Everyone knows the first episode was Mitch's about Dragon Ball. The second episode was Jacob, NXT, and SummerSlam review. So since it's getting close to your year anniversary and the L7C, Jacob, how do you feel, man, one year later covering wrestling? And you've covered some big moments. Oh, I mean, it's great because it kind of gives us an outlet more than our group chat or like our our chat that we've had for years. I mean, so it's a nice outlet, you know. We had to come on here and you know, we get to talk about Tessa Blanchard. Where are you at, girl? And uh, there it is. <laughs> I realized we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Like, I gotta throw, I gotta shout her out. But uh, no, I dude, it's great. Mr. Consistent over here. So we do. What do you think are the three biggest things you've covered in the year? Oh god, for me, the Bray Wyatt one was big, but that's just because. I'm just such a mark for Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that. I don't know, like the that Royal Rumble one we did at the beginning of the year. The preview was fire. Yeah, dude, that that was so good. Just like you know, listening to how we've we've grown and everything, and you know, also doing our uh, our podcast now on Zoom. Instead of uh, <laughs> the other one, where it's constantly falling out, it's still there. It's, it, it was our beginning steps, but I think yeah. for me, Jacob. Besides, I mean, now we covered CM Punk returning after seven years. How about that? But yeah. I think the biggest thing is when me and you literally, while recording, broke the news of the third party ban. I think that's the biggest thing we've covered. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're because that was. That went on for months, essentially. We're literally on, well, I guess on air, recording live. Get this update, like, holy shit, WWE just banned. And you were like, yeah, we just went right there. Like, we were breaking it down live. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that went on for freaking months. You know? Shout out Lana, by the way. I do, miss our, I do miss our, our constant talks of Lana. I actually said I missed her on Sunday because I was like, damn. He did. She really, I was like, damn, I really miss Lana. Like, what are we doing here? It's probably because I was getting mad at Eva Marie. And I was like, at least Lana's out there freaking trying. And then she gets her ass whooped. Eva Marie's on the SummerSlam card over like 40 other people I can name who should be on it. <laughs> yeah. Man. We, we've covered a lot of good shit on for the past year. Byron, what about you, man? What are some top moments from the wrestling pods because i know you listen to them um top moments definitely the cm punk um return that was definitely top three um like jacob said that royal rumble preview just me justin and jacob just and that's just justin ranting about goldberg will always be forever funny (laughs) 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 um i'm trying to think of what else have we have you guys covered I've listened to. Oh, I'm gonna just start it out there. The top 50 women lists 
<laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Can't wait for that top 50 men's list. Oh, my. Oh, oh my. Uh, God. <laughs> I already know. I'm just going to need a. <laughs> Justin's just going to need to get the, blo- the beep button ready because I already know what I'm about to see on that shit. And I'm going to get so mad. Like, they're going to have like Roman Reigns at four and like Randy Orton at like 15. And I'm going to explode. <laughs> Dude, first off, Roman Reigns is going to be top three. Top, get the fuck out of here. You know he's going to be. It's going to be like Rock, Hogan, and like. Uh, Roman. Roman. They'll have like Stone Cold as number four. You watch. I'll I'll kill them all. John Cena probably like six or seven. Six? What? Probably. Talking, not not us. We're talking about Vince Logic and whoever creates those top fifty lists. If if Roman Reigns is above fucking Randy Orton, even I'm gonna. Sh- I thought I got mad when Sonya Deville was over Caitlyn. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya Deville hasn't done shit, and I don't even know if she's a. Oh, let me stop because just listen. You're already pissed me. off. It's all theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can see it happening because now you guys are just planting that seed in my head, and like, oh, the disrespect around here. Seth Rollins will be like seven mm-hmm. over, over like <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Like, oh, yep. oh, I can't wait because I know they're gonna do it soon. They'll do it soon because. We, uh, we got quiet. They did women, then they did tag teams. Uh, 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 uh. That one, geez. we oh god, that's gonna be rough. We might not even edit. We might just go live on YouTube for that fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it might. Get, the channel will get taken down. <laughs> like we can do what we want on Zoom. YouTube's a whole different animal. No, nah, we cannot do it on YouTube. You don't want to see. You don't want to have our fans see the raw emotions live. Oh man, no, nah, because it's gonna get <laughs> shut down real quick. You know what? If Jim Cornette can say whatever the hell he wants, I can too. Damn it, we're not Jim Cornette though. <laughs> well, yeah, we are not. That's true. He really called Brock Lesnar's rifle an undercover hope. Like God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> On live camera. I was like, geez. <laughs> but all right, y'all. One year of wrestling is about to be down by the time you listen to this. We have another many more years to go. We're in the fall season, mm-hmm. which means next big pay-per-view will be Survivor Series. But we still have some other stuff coming. And you know how it is, man. If you don't, if you can't keep up with all the wrestling news, the L7C literally does it for you all the time. And with that being said, thank you all for listening to the L7C Podcast. You guys take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.